this is Heather. Hey, this is Liz. This week we dust off our old tried and true life hacks, but from the 90s. All right, let's hit that music. So welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. To quarantine day 6,000. Yes. God, it feels like the whole year has been this way. What we're thinking is how much different quarantine would have been even 10 years ago, maybe 20 years ago, 30 year- years ago. It would have been awful. Yeah. Much worse than now. So bad. And if you think about the 80s, you didn't even have internet. You had to pay per hour to talk on the phone. Or per minute. Or per minute, yeah. Completely ridiculous. For those of you so, kids who aren't young enough to remember long-distance callings, this was a yeah. massive battle between parents and children since the beginning of telephonic time. There's so many things that would have just been more difficult. First, you would be subject to requiring live television mm-hmm. to entertain you, and live television would have also stopped. In the 80s, we did have VCRs and things like that, but, you know, not still the Best. And you couldn't watch VHS tape over and over and over again without eventually destroying it. Yeah. Always a disaster in the making. If you set a magnet anywhere near it. <laughs> right. It's gone. Yeah. And don't forget to rewind it before you take it back to Blockbuster on Thursday night so you can yep. get your prep on for the weekend. Okay. Speaking of Blockbuster, what we're talking about today is 90s life hacks. Mm. You know, life hacks became a thing in the 2000s, right? Mm-hmm. What you can do to save time and cheat the system and stuff like that. So like everything is hacking this and hacking that. Somebody, cheeseburger.com, came up with a 90s life hack. So these are the things we used to do to cheat the system in the 90s. (laughs) Right. And I thought it might be kind of fun to go through the list. And I only really skimmed it. This is a 13-month-old list, so I haven't really read it in a while. Mm -hmm. A surprise for me as well as you. Good. (laughs) I didn't go through all of it whenever you sent it to me. I just kind of just scanned. Yeah, these are things. I mean, we all used to do this. Now I'll give you one and I don't know if it's on the list. Remember this, you know, most of us when we were especially as teenagers, we did not have cell phones. It cost money to uh, call collect or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But if you wanted to get your parents to come pick you up from the library, you'd call them collect. And this was back when the collect calls had a recording and it would say, this is a collect call from, enter your name here, right? Mm-hmm. So instead of it saying, this is a collect call from Heather, I would say, this is a collect call from, I'm at the library, come pick me up. Right. <laughs> and then they just come pick me up. Yeah, yeah. I remember that being a thing. Uh, I got one of those from jail one time. That guy I'd been dating for a little while had uh, gone, gone to jail. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not calling that back. Sorry, we are officially broken up because jail. I think that it's still collect calls from prison. Probably. No one has called me from prison since. So that's a good thing, I guess. Uh, One of the other things we had was uh, because we didn't have cell phones, we had pagers, beepers. And I had one. I want to say I got it. I don't remember if it's like my junior year in high school or maybe my senior year. So like 93, 94, somewhere in there. And uh, (laughs) so like, you know, the 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 agreement I had to make with my parents to get them to buy me the beeper, which we were not supposed to have at school, right? If they caught you with it, or if they found you, like now they're like, pull out your iPhone and, you know, do your math homework. Now, you know, back in the 90s, they're like, oh, no, no, that's a distraction. 
and you're probably selling drugs with those. And so if you are young and you don't know what a beeper is, you know, you call this number and it goes beep, beep, beep. And then you type in your phone number and then that person on the other end uh, calls the number back. And the rule I had with my parents was if we paid you, you have to call us back within 10 minutes. That's the rule. You should never be more than 10 minutes away from a phone. If you are, you're somewhere you're not supposed to be, (laughs) which meant you not only had to have the beeper on, pay attention to it. You also had to have change for a payphone because you were never where you were supposed to be and then had to uh, try to explain why there was such loud thumping music in the background at your friend's house uh, because you were actually at a club. (laughs) (laughs) At least that's my life. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I did have a pager as well. Mm-hmm. You know what the funniest thing is, though? Like, I remember, and this was like right when, you know, like na- late 90s, it's right when like AOL and things like that were kind of coming out and you had more access to the internet than we had had before. And you could actually look things up or you could like call information. Do you remember calling information? <laughs> you could call a number and they would tell you what you wanted to know. Like, hey, I need the number for Heather and they would give me Heather's number or hey, I've got this number. How do we, you know, do like a reverse lookup? And so a friend of mine's pager got stolen in high school, which you can't really report to the school because you're not supposed to have it there in the first place. And so we just went home and called her beeper and like left my phone number on it and they called back. And I was like, I got your number now. And that's right when caller ID was coming out as well. I'm like, all right, Richard Smith, I know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, beepers and caller IDs came out like right around the same time, Mm -hmm. which was handy. Especially if you don't want to be calling back people you don't know. Around this time, call waiting, because I didn't have call waiting until Late elementary school. Yeah. Same. And then you have beeper until high school mm-hmm. um, and caller ID somewhere in the middle. And uh, uh, the voice message record that, you know, it was like an actual answering machine with a tape. Uh, when I was in my the late 80s, I guess we had one of those. And, you know, you'd be like, hey, Heather, I'm calling. Pick up the phone. Right. So my mom. Yeah. OK, we haven't had a, t- a, a thing like that for 25 years, something like that. We've had voicemail. Nobody uses those. Everyone has voicemail, including my own mom who has voicemail because she has a cell phone. Still to this day, calls me and says, Liz, it's your mom. Pick up the phone. Like I'm just sitting there somewhere in space and time listening to this crazy woman talk to my voicemail machine. (laughs) Like it doesn't play out loud anymore. (laughs) What are you doing? That's funny. Yeah, still happens. So... So phone related, the very first thing on the list said that, you know, a 90s life hack would be that you were waiting for a phone call, but you did not want your parents to hear it ring. Right. So you would call the movie theater Mm -hmm. and listen to their show times until the call waiting beep. Yep. I did that. (laughs) Movie times or movie Movie phone. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. And you had to sit there and wait until they got to your movie. Uh Uh-huh. It, it would the whole thing, the whole movie. If you want to hear what's playing in number one, press one. Ugh. And you know perfectly well that as soon as they said the thing you needed to hear, somebody would start talking mm-hmm. and say, Hey, so what are they saying? And it's like, <laughs> You're like, I don't know. Now I have to listen to the whole thing over again, you motherfucker. Yeah. Nobody understands the joy of movie phone to find out your phone listing or the newspaper. Yeah, there's a lot of feed the newspaper, God. I was just thinking about TV Guide the other night and how it's still a thing. And I'm like, how is it still a thing? Impressed with you people at TV Guide for keeping your shit rolling long past uh, when that would become a thing. So I don't know. I can't believe that's still a thing. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So 
before the AOL CDs, they sent you the AOL floppies, <laughs> or you could pick them up at the store, like a CompUSA. For a hundred hours worth of AOL, which you would go through yep. in a day and a half. Yeah, but it was absolutely free. Mm-hmm. And so the life hack with this, and this is why the floppy disks were such a big deal, is you could just tape over um, this square and it became a rewritable disk, mm-hmm. just like um, cassettes did. Break it, yeah. Anyway, and so we would get all these free floppy disks, mm-hmm. <laughs> which are now coasters, if they exist. Not even, yeah. People are saying, they're like, what is that? You're like, well, you used to stuff it in your computer and hope for the best. Yeah, they held like two megabits. They were awesome. <laughs> it has Donkey Kong on it. It's all I need. I remember this was the big floppy disk, those big, big yep, ones. Yep. My grandma's dog ate her uh-huh. mouse driver. And so we had to call Gateway, I think, mm. and have them ship a new mouse driver. Nice. <laughs> so that- <laughs> oh, so uh, when I was, let's see, I was probably late high school or maybe very early college. So let's say 96, 97, somewhere in there. And my grandpa got his first computer. My grandpa was a a mechanical engineer. So he loved things that did stuff like he loved working things in all capacities. So he had like an Atari, he had had a Commodore, he had some of those different, not that he played them, but you know, he had them, you know, tinker around and mess with things. So he gets this computer and it's like a, you know, like a, 386 or some shit and uh, which was you know pretty good at that time (laughs) so he gets this computer and again everything's in the computer like that's that's kind of the point it's it's all in the computer and he wants the manual because he's old school right he's old and he's old school so he wants the physical manual to hold and read everything about this computer (laughs) so he had me go in and just print the like about screen or some shit (laughs) Like 4,000 pages on a dot matrix printer. (laughs) Just this monster printout came out of this thing. And I was like, Grandpa, it's all in here. Like, that's kind of the point. He's like, "Ah." (laughs) that is funny. (laughs) I want to read it. Like, okay, whatever you say. All right. So the next life hack was from a game that we all know and love called Simon. Oh, Simon. I found that the other day. They're selling them again. So they said that if you assigned each color a number, um, and you played it. Mm-hmm. And so instead of red, you said two. And then instead of green, you said four or whatever. Yep. It was easier for your mind to remember the pattern without thinking of the color. Well, I think it was the tones, too. Because remember, the touchstone phones yeah. that we had, landline phones, made a different – now they're all like beep, beep, beep. But they made a different tone for every mm-hmm. number. And I used to, like, work out how to play songs based on the yeah. the – tones so i i definitely could get into that like i remember the tones way faster than the colors yes um so i knew mary had a little lamb it's three two one two three 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 uh-huh yep (laughs) oh back to the pager thing do you remember how you know because if you flip the the pager upside down you could use different numbers to create words like hello and boobies yeah boobies (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> this is how we sent messages to our friends back in the day. <laughs> Boobies. <laughs> yep. Good times. But there, remember there were even like pager codes, like certain. Oh, there was. Yeah, there's yeah. like certain combinations of numbers meant different things. And yeah, so we were clever little spies like that. Yeah, I know. When I had a pager, I didn't know about some of the codes and I would get these weird things. I'm like, how did they, how did they get the dashes? (laughs) Right. 
Yeah. Kind of like okay. when I first started on AOL and it was like, LOL, what does that mean? Lots of love? What is that? I don't know. So like, Okay, so this is funny. When you see spelled out WTF mm-hmm. and spelled out LOL, WTF you always translate and LOL you keep the same. Yes, true. Isn't that funny? That's true. WTF has become its its own thing. Yeah. And it actually right. takes me the same amount of time to do, to say that versus saying what the fuck. So mm-hmm. that's that is funny. Yeah. So you know the the acronym AF, mm-hmm. very very common. Well, my sister she works for a company that's pre- predominantly very religious, and one of the big wigs made a PowerPoint and called it something AF. And everybody's like, "Oh my god!" And he thought that it stood for actually factually. <laughs> what? Where would you give? I think that, like, maybe one of his children told him that. Was it done by Ned Flanders? Because that sounds like something Ned Flanders would say. Well, they're Mormons. Actually, actually. I I assume that a kid told him that. I'm going to start saying that from now on. It's funny. Like, like, why would you assume that AF abbreviated to actually factually? I don't know, know, but uh, I think it needs to be on a t shirt. So. Yeah. Okay. Back in the day, we had Blockbuster. Mm. And if you got a two-day rental at night, you could actually get till the third morning yeah, yeah. before the afternoon to get it returned. Yeah. Because they didn't open till noon. So you had... Yeah. yeah. That was the best. You know, part of the, the whole journey, I guess, of getting a movie and having a movie night was the trip to Blockbuster. Because you, you know, wander around and look at every movie, and not just the new movies, but every movie in the store you'd wander through. I don't think we ever went into Blockbuster and it took less than 30 minutes. It was usually 30 minutes no. to an hour wandering around because it was also a show, a social thing, right? So you would see your friends there or their families and you bump into people you haven't seen in a little while. And I don't know. It was just kind of a, it was kind of a thing, you know? Yeah. I agree. I remember going you know, with my parents and we were going, we'd go there on the way to pick up pizza mm-hmm. and you go through and you try and get, See if any of the new releases were available. They never were. <laughs> yeah, because you remember the video set behind the cover video? Because I'd have mm-hmm. that cover video with like a big piece of styrofoam stuffed up inside it, the, yeah. the cover picture. But yeah, it was always fun, especially in high school, like when my friends started working at video stores. You're like, hold this one for me. <laughs> you go, like, oh, I'm just here to say hi. Where's my movie? <laughs> and tried to get it slid in and returned to the slot right before they turned the open sign. Ah, what a rip. What a rush. <laughs> this one kind of still works. Is that if your computer's frozen, you did control alt delete? Mm-hmm. I-, I think it still does. Yeah, I do that. It brings up task manager. Constantly, but if yeah. you keep holding it down for 10 seconds, it will reboot. So, Oh, I try not to do that. My computer tech husband... Does, <clears throat> hates a hard, hard, hard shutdown. So life is too short to shut down properly. <laughs> well, with mine, they're always just on and like awake <laughs> or sleeping or the monitor's off or something. Yeah. If my number lock key is not responding, it's never coming back. So maybe one of these days we'll joke about how computers used to crash all the time. <laughs> that computer that's embedded straight in my brain. All right. So this was another life hack and I used it religiously. 
you had to use uh, sites like MapQuest and you'd print directions to where you were going in advance. <laughs> My mom still does that. <laughs> yeah, I don't print them, Mm-mm. but I do read them. I will go and take it. You know what? I never use like the, the directions part, but I still use like Google Maps or sometimes MapQuest if it's even still a thing. I use whatever it is um, just to get like a distance and time idea. But I also use it a lot like with my tax return stuff when I'm trying to figure out my mileage for my business stuff that I may or may not have remembered to write down at the time. But it's like I know the address where I went and where I live and I can calculate the distances between. So, Oh, the 90s. You know, I was a full-grown adult in the 2000s, I'd say. Mm-hmm. But the 90s were fun. Um, so here's one. If your mouse is dragging just or, you know, has a lag. Mm-hmm. Take the ball out and clean it. Clean it out. Get your little spray can and dust all that dendritus out of there. It's disgusting. Yeah. That's all you had to do. Mm-hmm. Now you don't have to do that anymore. No, nope, you don't have to do that anymore. In fact, as soon as I got an optical mouse, I never went back. No, hell no. Yeah, I went to work at a place and they didn't have one and I just went and bought one. I'm like, this is my mouse. It's not the company's mouse. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? These, especially, uh, the wireless mice are my favorite thing in the world. I hate a mouse with a wire. Yeah. Okay. This one is going to mean a lot to you, Liz, because mm. you can save yourself a lot of time and invest in a VHS rewinder. <laughs> I've told you the story, have I? Yes. Yes. <laughs> So, small backstory for our people who haven't been listening since the beginning of time. Uh, my family had VCRs and stuff, and we had a videotape rewinder because you have to rewind your videotapes when you take them out to Blockbuster or else they would charge you. They charge you. Yeah, I don't remember how much it was, but apparently it feared everyone into rewinding their damn tapes. Yep. And if you had two movies to watch back to back, you'd have to wait like 10 or 15 minutes. Oh, it took forever. It wasn't fast. But no. that videotape rewinder was fast. And it would break your tape, too, if you weren't careful. <laughs> yeah, the newer ones, the more advanced ones, slowed down towards the end because they, they sensed it. Oh, yeah. so it was like, oh, forget it. So, yeah. So, one year for Christmas, my um, uncle, who I don't really like that much, uh, showed up with presents for us kids that were very clearly picked up at, like, the gas station or like at Walgreens coming into town. These were not things somebody went out of their way to get. And uh, the t- the video the, or the uh, the gift that I got was a videotape rewinder. Now I did not have a VCR of my own, so this was like thanks. Now we just and then we just like took a bunch of movies upstairs and rewound them like assholes. So <laughs> all right, worst present ever. I don't know. They're handy though. Uh, no, it was it was a handy gift. We had not already had one, and it was clearly like something for the household, like not something you give an eight-year-old kid as a present. I, it may be a little bitter, but this is the same uncle who like gave my – my mom is an artist. Like she's a fine artist. Uh, he gave her a paint-by-number horse one year for Christmas. So he's just kind of a dick. But Yeah, that was kind of a dick move. But he's dead now, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let me tell you about a SimCity hack. Ah, Yes. So all you had to do was press Control Shift C and then type the word motherload and you'd get fifty thousand simoleons. Simoleons? Yeah. Whatever the currency was. Yeah, nice. I need one of those for Animal Crossing now that I am obsessed with it. All right. So okay. Back in the nineties, we might have made our own CDs a lot. Mm. Right? So but when I did the CDs, they were subject to the lag on your computer. Mm-hmm. So if you were burning a CD 
and you did not close out all of your open programs. Everything. You would actually get skip and slow down in the recording. Mm -hmm. It was annoying. But remember, they also took like an hour or more to, I mean, it was like hours oh, to yeah. download. They you just forever. had to leave. And then you yeah. go back in and then it was like, I couldn't read the disc. <laughs> <You're> like, ah! <laughs> it's like, how many discs did you waste? And remember at the time, those so discs many. were like a dollar a piece. They were not cheap. So you would go in, I bought a box of five. I hope I could make one CD out of it. And then, <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. And they were so expensive. It got to the point where you might as well have just, just paid for your music the, CDs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just bought the thing. Oh, <laughs> So I don't remember if this is late 90s or early 2000s, but all of the uh, file sharing uh, music going on. Let's see. What was the first one? Napster. I didn't do Napster. I did. And then I did Kazaa. Kazaa. I did a ton of Kazaa. So I I have a whole purchase of not purchased music. It took me 11 hours to download Meatloaf's I Will Do Anything for Love. (laughs) I have that song. I have the song, not the not the t- not the CD, because fuck that. But that was that was like the joy of learning that you could just get that one song you wanted. Like when I bought yep. the was a Batman Forever uh, soundtrack just to get the fucking mm-hmm. Seal song, and it's like here's a track of nightmares. Yeah, now I'm I'm still that way. I'm like I just want the one song. I don't care. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that, and by the way, that I would do anything for love. So the reason I ended up taking 11 hours is I didn't realize it was like the extended intro for seven fucking minutes. Oh my God. Before the music started. That is the longest song. Um, maybe ever. I mean, it's so long. Death Cab for Cutie did the exact same thing on another song I may have gotten. (laughs) And, um, I was, and that one, I probably, I should have known better by then, but it was way too long. Yeah. As well. And I was like, you're wasting just because I can download it doesn't mean I need all this extra time. Nobody listens to the song until you get to the words. Right. Yeah. The other thing would be you never quite knew which version of the song you were going to be getting. Was it going to be a radio version or was it going to be like the real version? Like I ended up with Eminem's Without Me and it's got all the oh, oh, wait, wait. like, oh, Jesus. Oh. Like, I'm a grown up. Give me the bad words. Yep. All right, well, why don't we take a quick break? When we come back, we can talk about more 90s life hacks. Hey, everybody. I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, learned I Learned From Movies. And tonight, tonight, like every night, we bring you <laughs> questionable movies and pass the lessons that we've learned on to you, as well as we go over some great beer and funny third thing. Yes, we're excellent beer reviewers, and as BJCP certified beer judges, we sort of know what we're talking about in regards to that. The movies? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to hear us talk about uh, odd movies and uh, is he talking about BJing, Woo! Uh, listen to us at eilfm.podbean.com. That's everything I learned from movies.podbean.com. Hey, honey, are you ready to pop that top? <sniffs> Woo! My top! Hey, do you like movies? Hey, do you like podcasts? If you do, then come on down and listen to the Home Video Hustle podcast, homie. Hustle, hustle. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a thing to it, sometimes not. PJ picks the movie out, and guess what? 
We watch it on Friday. We talk about it for about maybe an hour, hour and a half, whatever we feel like doing. Might give you something good to watch, baby. Come on down every Friday. So come get your hustle on with Home Video Hustle. You can find the show on any podcatcher app, or you can come down to homevideohustle.popping.com. All of them in one place for you. So you can go ahead and binge it like it's Netflix. We ain't the defenders. Uh, but I like to think we a little bit better than that. <laughs> come out at your boys, man. Come chill with us. Peace. Peace. All right, are we back? We're back. Okay, we're talking 90s life hacks. Mm -hmm. So how we gain the system in the 90s. Yeah, so we brought this up in our Mean Girls episode a couple of weeks ago because it happens in the movie. And I mentioned that it happened to me. And what it was was I had a friend call and, you know, we're just chit-chatting or whatever. And she was like leading in a way that might get me to try to say something bad about another friend. And... I, I don't really talk about people like that. So I'm like, mm, what? Okay. And then all of a sudden that person's on the phone. What? Oh, hello. How did you get here? Oh my gosh. And it's like a three-way, three-way call bomb, right? And I've, I, since we talked about that, because it happens to Katie in the movie that they do, they do that to her. And I'm like, you know what? I had some like serious PTSD after that bullshit because then you just never knew if somebody, cause this was even before three way calling or whatever. It's like you just didn't know if, I mean, not three way, uh, before caller ID. Yeah. And it was like, you just didn't know if somebody else was listening. So it's like, I've just, made it a point to never say something on the phone or in a video chat or any of that that I wouldn't say to somebody else's face. Yeah. Well, it's it's a good habit that you get into now. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But now I have a podcast, so I'll just say bad shit about people on my podcast. It's fine. Yeah. I don't even do that, though. I try not yeah. to. There was a bunch of stuff that we did in the 90s that's not allowed to be done anymore. <laughs> For example, if you didn't have any more room in your packed bags, you can't on an airplane. Mm-hmm. Um, you could just wear cargo pants. Yep. And just fill them up. But remember, and then remember your pack bags really didn't have a weight limit. They just, did they? I don't no, think they, they did. did. I think they No, the, the, the pack bags did not, not until yeah. much later, until they started charging us for them. You could pretty much yeah. mail your house like that. Exactly. It's just that like you only had, you had to pay for extra bags. During the 80s and early 90s when you could walk somebody all the way up to their gate in the airport. Yeah. At least you could hear. We we used to walk my dad all the way up to the gate. And in the like 80s and ni- early 90s here in Houston, there were a lot of Hare Krishnas hanging out in airports. So, mm-hmm. so th- one of the suggestions was that if you didn't want to pay too much for alcohol on a plane or in the airport, you just put some flasks in your cargo pants. Yeah, just like Comic Palooza. Yep. <laughs> yeah, nowadays you cannot do that. One, you can't take liquids through the right. – um, security so then you were still paying airport prices yeah i know in worse yeah it's like mm -mm. yeah yeah so you know a couple things have changed but walking all the way up to the airport gate you know at some point that will just end up being like a bus terminal anyway so Mm -hmm. i'm okay with it being like hey you have to have a ticket to get past this oh yeah i'm i'm fine with it it makes the airport much less crowded for sure yeah and then you know i always think uh because it's just such a way that people could like uh, steal your stuff and run off because you have all your shit out there, right, right there. Yep, it's all, it's all right with you. Yep. So it makes me feel a little more secure in not necessarily from terrorists, but from random, <laughs> you know, perch snatchers. Just from snatchers. my own fellow human beings around me. Yes, because yes. they are terrible, terrible people. Yeah. And if if quarantine has taught me anything, is that as a society we deserve to have viruses <laughs> spread upon us. <laughs> 
You've been hanging out with Craig too long. Oh, I have. <laughs> okay, so tell me if you can figure out what this life hack is from. Hold your slammer between two fingers and throw it down hard while spinning it. I know it will cause most of the pogs to flip. Pog? Uh, that's yeah. it. I owned one pog in my entire life because somebody gave it to me. And it was um, Bobby, you know, Howie Mandel's little cartoon character from the 90s. Uh, I liked Howie. I liked Bobby. And Bobby's World was a great cartoon. So I had one. I was too old to play that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember my brother and sister even playing them either. So I'm not sure if it just wasn't popular where I lived or... So the slammers were the only thing of value. And the rest of the shit was anybody was like, hey, we're giving away pogs. <laughs> and they were just printing out these cheap ass things to advertise right. for kids to play with. So I got over it pretty quick. Yeah. Like I said, it really wasn't on my radar. So maybe when I was in high school, the junior high kids were doing that. I know what it was, but didn't play them. So here's another thing I didn't play, but I didn't know. Said if a winged Tamagotchi appears on your screen, it means your Tamagotchi died. Yeah, I wanted one of those so bad. I don't know why. I had two friends that had them and I somehow felt out of the loop that I didn't have this electronic nightmare baby to take care of all the time. But knowing myself and the way that my uh, crops go bad and things like that, that mm-hmm. I play for obsessively for a while and then all my cattle die or some shit. I'm like, mm, that's a lot of pressure. So th- that's why I never ever thought about getting one. It's because I was like, I would forget and I would kill my Tamagotchi and I'd waste this $20 little thing. And it was, you know, yeah, or whatever. Um, apparently, all you have to do is press the A and C buttons at the same time after your Tamagotchi dies and you get a new one. Oh, well, that would have been nice. It would have been nice to know in advance because honestly, that was why I was like, no, I don't want one because I'm going to kill it and I will spend all that money on and kill this thing. I was in my first year of college. I had enough going on. I couldn't even, uh, I don't know. I was- yeah, going through some serious issues, so depression and whatnot. But I think just having another thing die on me was probably not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> All right. So if you needed to keep your Beanie Baby collection holding their value. <laughs> put them in a box and put a note on the tag. You would reinforce the tag mm-hmm. with a safety pin. Oh, not even just that, though. Remember, they had they actually had oh, tag protectors. the tag yeah. protectors, too. So I worked in a, um embroidery store. So like T-shirts, we, you know, embroider on or whatever. And we also sold Beanie Babies and things like that. And so, yeah, I know a lot about Beanie Baby culture. Yeah, after I moved out of my house, my parents just decided to start collecting <laughs> Beanie Babies. They'll totally hold their money's worth. No, they won't. What weird. Like... Like, because it was for a very long time, they were yeah. going a little nutso about the Beanie Babies. Yeah. And and then they just stopped one day. Yeah. Well, that's kind of how it happens to everybody. My ex-husband's aunt and her partner had an entire bedroom in their house, like, devoted to the Beanies and in the boxes and with the tag protectors. And that. But, 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 I had two. I had one that was, like, the angel that was – there was a cat angel – because I get a cat die, so I got the angel. And then mm-hmm. the other one was one of the bears, the actual bears. I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember their names. I don't remember anything about them because they just weren't that important. Long story short, these fads did not hold up. <laughs> no. <laughs> I remember um, wanting to make a mixtape and just waiting for a very popular song to come on the radio so I could press record. All day long. I used to do that. That was how I would spend my Saturdays in my early teen years. 
pretty much was just sitting next to my boom box with the, the thing on pause and just waiting. Boom, hit it. Like, you know, and if you fucked it up, you were screwed. It was an art. It really was. Or worse, when the DJ talked over the beginning of the song. <sighs> yes. Or the end. Oh. You're like, shut your fucking... Yeah. I know. So annoying. Oh, that was more 80s, I think. I think it was. But I, I'm sure I was still doing that stuff, but probably on CD into the 90s. But Yeah, I used to make my own mix CDs. Oh, yeah. I want to talk about something real quick that I don't understand. Uh, it's more of an 80s thing, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Why are mom jeans back? They're, to- I don't know. they're I do totally not like back. Them. I The only thing they do is they make your front butt look <laughs> insanely huge. Okay, so my uh, my sister's stepdaughter, she is 18. She is gorgeous. She is absolutely flat out beautiful. Tiniest little thing you've ever seen. I saw her the other day, and she is wearing mom short, mom jean shorts. They're jorts. They're freaking jorts. And, you know, the mom jeans go up real high on your waist, and then they taper in weirdly, which makes everything strange. But they're short, so they don't even go f- long enough. It looked like she was wearing a giant denim diaper. Like, yeah, I, I know. Why is this a thing? Maddie wears the the mom jeans, but she wears the full jeans. And I'm like, why? She's like, they're so comfortable. I'm like, well, okay, listen, you don't have a pooch because you're 12 and you're adorable. But these are not flattery cuts on anybody. On anybody. No, I mean, and I'm sorry, like Hamilton is very prone oh, to those particular types so of jeans. So bad. And there's just so much like extra fabric and they just bunch up in weird places that they ought not. Mm-hmm. If we could bring something back, can we bring back units? Because I really like that belt thing. I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> units are the greatest. You can make your, yeah, your belt can become your headband, can become, you know, whatever you want. Or you can make it a tube top. You don't know you don't your limits even know. until you know units. Should- so was that, this show like, Listen to everybody so let's talk about how old we are. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> we're the grandmas of podcasting. It's fine. It's okay. Somebody needs to be the grown-up. You've got life experience for days and no fucks left to give. Yeah, that we don't. <laughs> uh, so, any other 90s hacks or did we run through them all? Through them all. Cool. I mean, I think there was one in there that wasn't applicable. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, yeah. If you um if your game video game isn't working, you take it out and blow on blow it. Blow on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about you know, cheats and hacks and so many of the video games that I played as a kid had like cheat codes that you could, you know, like Mike Tyson's punch out and even like my Aladdin game, like you could just jump ahead and even Super Mario has a hidden level in it. You can just sneak mm-hmm. up to the little elevator and take it over and jump up to level six or whatever it is. So but you had to learn that because when you died, you went all the way back. To all the way back. So bad. <laughs> That's why I like the game. Like, like I said, I'm started, I started Animal Crossing this past week because everybody had been talking about it forever. And I'm like, what is that? I don't know. But back when I used to play on my Wii, I had the My Sims games. And I love these games. They're fun. They, you just play them by yourself. And that's nice. This one, you can open up and be cooperative with other people on their other islands. You can go visit. Like Bri-Fi came over to my island a couple weeks or a couple days ago and helped me out with some stuff I hadn't like leveled up to yet. I was like, but I can't do this one thing. He's like, here, blah, 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 throwing stuff out. And so that's really fun. And it's nice. But it's not something that I'm like going to die or actively competing against them. like i'm just doing my thing and that that makes me happy i like those kind of games they don't give me the stress so all right 
So anyway, I think that's all we have for that. Uh, wanted to remind everybody that we have a Patreon account if you guys want to come help us out. I have some new things I want to work on. I actually found uh, an inflatable hippo costume like from Fantasia the other day, and I'm kind of thinking about doing videos in that. So, you know, if you want to help out with that. <laughs> I'm not kidding. We are actually, we're, my sister and I were looking for those inflatable T-Rex costumes because we figured, well, mm-hmm. if we're going to go out walking, we can just randomly start making TikTok videos or some dumb shit. And when I was on Amazon looking, I found this hippo costume. And I was like, fucking shut up. I'm going to buy this and make Fantasia TikTok videos. It'll be amazing. Uh, So, yeah, if you want to help me do this stupid shit or any of the other stupid shit we want to do, you can go to our Patreon page and help support the show. Patreon.com slash nerdy bitches. And for as little as a dollar a month, you can be in our clubhouse. And it's lots of fun. Yep. So what is that other partner we have, Heather? I was hoping that you were going to talk about Frankie and Murr, who are our essential oil friends. I don't know what to call them. They're our partners. Suppliers. Supply- oh, they're that dealers. Sound, that sounds like, they sound like our <laughs> drug dealers. They're our dealers. Yeah, so they're the ones that um, keep me filled with my stash of keep the bitch away or spray the bitch away i'm sorry yeah i just keep the bitch away though that is also a nice idea mm-hmm. so you got spray the bitch away but then you got keep the bitch away for <laughs> external people well i, like I just gave internal? my gave okay. my niece a, a vial of the roll the bitch away so your 12 year old niece yes i totally gave her <laughs> the roll the bitch away <laughs> she thought it was awesome so oh my god that's hilarious she's old enough for that yeah so. Yep, everybody used to roll the bitch away once in a while. Yeah, well, <laughs> I still think we just need to just throw it at people and see what happens. Go from there. Yeah, but I do, I do like it, and I do like these little different essential oils. Um, the chai curious is a new one, which I have not smelled yet, so I'm excited for that one because I do like um, chai tea smells. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, check out their website. Uh, if you use code nerdy n e r d y, you get fifteen percent off. Yes, that's your entire purchase. So not just one or not just the spray the bitch away. Everything you buy from them, anytime you use our code, 15% off, plus you get free shipping over $35. So what, what? And the other thing we want to remind you guys is our next book club is coming up very soon. And that is Mistborn by Brandon Sanderson. And this is a Patreon request from our friend Steve over at the Nerd Cantina podcast. And if you want us to do a specific topic, all you have to do is go sign up to be one of our patrons and then send us a little note. Let us know if you have a book, a movie, or any other topic that you might be interested in hearing us talk about. And we are doing them randomly. So please send us some information on what you want to hear from us. It's very exciting. Yeah, very exciting. All right. I got an internet quote for us today. All right. Okay. It's from at Stephen Skurzba or something on Twitter. Mm Mm-hmm. If you're not going to open bars, get rid of open container laws and let us roam free six feet apart like majestic drunk buffalo. (laughs) All right. All righty. Well, I guess we will talk to you guys next time. Make sure you read or listen to Mistborn. And uh, yeah, catch us next time.
music provided by www.bensound.com. And please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. <laughs>